Fierce Athlete Podcast. This season, we're talking about the it factor, the toolbox of attributes beyond your skills, drills, and stats. Whether you're looking to be a standout recruit, a leader on your team, or be an influence beyond your athletic career, these topics will help you become the best athlete and person you can be. We're going deep to discuss how to grow in virtue and strength, ultimately becoming a fierce athlete. Welcome everybody back to episode two. Uh, I am Sam Kelly, and again, so excited to be joined by Danae Weaver and Angelina Hayes as we go through um, these different attributes, these different virtues, these different tools that will help you stand out as the best competitor um, and really just as as the best human being. So today we're going to be talking about attitude. This is a huge one. Uh, Like all of our attributes that we'll be talking about through the season, you kind of look at this toolbox as, as things that, you know, these aren't necessarily what you find on the stat sheet. You know, you don't hear attitude and think, oh, you know, this person had a four out of five or, you know, they had volleyball. You're, you're looking at maybe matches. You're like, oh, they had three aces. Attitude isn't, isn't quantifiable. You can't, (laughs) these are the things above you know, how many hits did you have? Uh, how fast were you rowing? You know, what was your hundred time? Like these are everything beyond that. Um, so attitude, again, it's, you can't quantify it. It's not something you can have a number to, you know, to quantify, but to me, it's like the, it's the easiest scene. It's the quickest scene. You can walk into any sports game and notice Either a positive or a negative attitude. Yeah, and 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 the attitude that we're talking about that we want to emphasize is that you're a competitor. You know, you're not a dirty competitor. Like you're you're a true competitor. You come out with, you know, you say this a lot, Danae, but like winning is an attitude. You come out with the confidence to win, uh, to work hard, to be positive to put everything you have, you know, on the line and to really compete uh, fearlessly towards that, towards that victory. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you, I I don't know. I have never myself (laughs) stepped onto the field or, you know, put that uniform on thinking, well, you know, maybe we'll win. Like I never tried to lose. Like, you know, why, why go, go after it why attend the game you know if if you're not trying to be successful try to win that game yeah another thing too is success might be measured in terms of when it comes to attitude your successes might be measured in different ways so it's having a winning attitude but in different aspects of like the game uh okay like did I have a good attitude about being a teammate today did I have a good attitude about um, how I respected the other teammates, uh, other te- the other team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely, you know, because games, matches, like you have a long time to to compete. You know, it it's not something that I, I feel like a good attitude can kind of pull you back into the game. Right. It's, it's a choice. You know, you maybe you have a bad at bat. Maybe maybe you make a mistake. 
Um, you kind of have that choice of, you know, I'm going to have a good attitude. So I do not negatively impact the rest of my game or my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think the underlying factor, whether it's how you're interacting with your team, yourself, the other team is that optimism. It's that positivity um, in the face of, of winning, but also in the face of adversity, in the face of your own teammate doing well or not doing well, but also, you know, the other team, right? Are you getting hung up on how they're performing? Are you losing your temper? Are you focused on, on them? Or are you positive and saying, wow, they're playing really well. I got to match that. You know, or, you know, this teammate struggled. I know they can do better. I'm going to encourage them. Or I'm not having the best game, but we're doing well as a team. Or I know I can turn this around, right? It's it's that lens of positivity, no matter what the circumstance, right? It takes a level of resilience um, because, you know, that that positivity, that never giving up, it's, it's hard, right? It's easy to get discouraged, but I think it has such a positive effect on yourself and everybody else as does the other side. So that, um, that makes me, that brings something in my head. I'm going to steal something from my husband. Who's a, who's a division one um, cross country and track coach. He, uh, he talks about in the race, he talks about, you know, it is a little bit unrealistic to show up every single time on the line and have your very best race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I mean, wish. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I we, we all wish we could PR every single time. So he talks about, you know, that day it's a choice. It's whether it's a good day, a great day, maybe it's a bad day. Have the best bad day you can have. Mm. Mm. I love have that. the best good day you can have. If it's a great day, have the best great day you can have. Because when you flip it on that side, it's like, okay, you know, maybe I'm not, Again, I, I, my terminology always goes back to softball, but maybe I'm not having a great day at the plate. But what can I do to have the best bad day I can? Mm-hmm. Whether that's my defense, whether that's just staying positive for my team, like trying to boost, you know, the optimism, the, the momentum, keep it on our side. Because when I do that, like that's going to help the whole team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can also think of an instance where it's really well executed. Um, I am a huge Villanova basketball fan. Um, <laughs> QI role, <laughs> UConn basketball all the way. Oh my but goodness. But you may continue. <laughs> anyway, um, so I read Jay Wright's, one of Jay Wright's books. Um, it's called Attitude. Um, actually very, <laughs> wow. fitting, very, yes. fitting, very fitting. Um, but one of the things that he, uh, shared was that after every huddle, uh, huddle break, they go one, two, three attitude and, um, they have attitude in the locker room. They have attitude actually on their jerseys, um, because it's a motto that they live by. Um, and it's about how, their attitude can bring about um, it. it, There's a quote, I believe, I think it's um, first comes attitude and then comes victory. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought that that pretty much summarized like just their success in a nutshell Mm -hmm. where they've just built that program and they might not be the biggest, they might not be the fastest, but they have the best attitude. And you can see that on the court. Um, 
But yeah, and I think it's also a good practical for athletes to look at too when you see them do that huddle break. And I have I have seen it in person and it's pretty striking where they are solely focused on their team. And no matter what the score of that game is, they come out of that huddle and it's just, okay, let's go. Let's mm. let's take this next play. Kind of like a reset. It's like a reset. Getting everybody back on the same page. Whether it's a bad game, like having the best bad game yeah, you can. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's huge. Yeah, and, and I think the thing about attitude, and this is really all the things we're going to be talking about in our toolbox. They're things that we can control. Mm. Yes. Right? So you can't control how the other team's playing. You can't always control how you, you know, how you're playing. Yeah. Sometimes it's just your body. <laughs> you don't feel great. You don't, you don't feel great. Really so feel good, great. Right? Maybe you went a little too heavy, you know, on your lift day and you're still sore. Yeah. Right. Maybe you got sick. Maybe, you know, maybe your teammates are playing great. Maybe they're not. Maybe the coach time, but those are all things outside of, you know, our sphere of influence, our sphere of control, they sometimes call it. Um, but, but something that you, you can control is, is your reaction to those things. Definitely. Right. And it's, it's those moments when things go awry or when things aren't going perfectly, which rarely happens. Right. I think so much of sport is about adaptability. Hardly adapt- ever. Yeah. Adaptability. What do you do? Do you make that choice to be positive, to reset, to have a good attitude or, I think all of us have seen the negative implications, mm. right? It's like, do you put your head down? Do you say you're sorry? Do you curse? Do you yell at the ref? Do you get frustrated? All of those things, not only are they negatively impacting you, right? They're physically, logically, mentally affecting you and your output and what's to come. But they're having a negative effect on your teammates. Well, and it's it's like, it's kind of a sticking point. It's, you know... You made the point in a game, in a race, nothing is going to go smoothly ever. It yeah. just, life doesn't happen that way. So, you know, you choose to be negative or you react negatively. It like, it, it stops you at that obstacle instead of back to that quote about attitude, you know, then come the victories. Well, how do they get to the victories if they're facing those obstacles? They're not being negative and stopping at the obstacle. They're choosing to be positive and working through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and so much of sport is that, that strategy, that reaction, right? Okay. Things aren't going as we planned. How are we going to be positive? How are we going to stay focused? How are we going to like rearrange things, come up with a new game plan, a new strategy and reapproach this, stay in the game, right? It's, it's those teams that come back when they're down, like that's driven by an attitude of, I believe that we can win. Let's go for it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a uh, refusal <laughs> to lose. I mean, I, that is what, what having a winning attitude is. It is like the full belief in yourself, in your teammates, to, to get a job done, to you know, reach that common goal. Yeah. And it's very easy, easy to see when teams, I'm sure you guys have played teams that you can just feel, you can sense. Like I always loved when – I feel like basketball, especially when you're playing somebody and you can just kind of point out those people on the other team that you're like, I, I think that, you know, just playing hard is going to get into like under their skin, Mm -hmm, you know, because they just, you sense that they can't control the attitude, which is going to just negatively kind of topple their team. Um, So it's very easy to see when 
people don't have that positive attitude. Eye rolls, like, you mm-hmm. know, going after the refs, like it. Yeah. It affects your teammates. But on the other end, you know, if you see them losing it and you're keeping your cool and you're working hard and you're down 10 in a basketball game and you're still, or tw- even 20, right? There's been crazy comebacks and you're still going after every ball. You're still pumping the team up. You're still encouraging others. You still believe. Well, that's when incredible things happen, you right. know, cause like those last minute shots or, you know, half court shots, they don't happen if you gave up and, decided that you were going to be fine with having a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of um, Ted Lasso with the goldfish quote. Say the goldfish quote. Okay. <laughs> Not the best show, but <laughs> in said show, which we're not promoting. Uh, one of the great lines of the show is, you know, this coach says to one of his players, do you know what the happiest animal is on earth? This player's like, no, what coach? He says a goldfish. Because cold, goldfish have 10-second memory spans. <laughs> so it's like, you mess yeah. up, you forget, life's good, I mean, I'm still hey, swimming along. That would be the easy way out of it, honestly, right? I mean, because having a good attitude is, I think, far more difficult of a decision. <laughs> I mean, oftentimes, for me, uh, it was way easier to, you know... <laughs> react how you felt like I would be lying if I told you I felt happy and I skipped off the field when I struck out at the plate like it is a intense intensely negative feeling it takes a very self-aware and mature person to you know take a deep breath and choose Mm -hmm. to react positively for sure now you know we we've been talking throughout this about, okay, this is, this is on the court, right? But at Fierce, we are about just the development and the strengthening of the whole human person. So on the field and off, um, on a very um, human level, a very physical level, but also that, that spiritual level, that spiritual reality that's going on, um, the spiritual battle that for our thoughts and for that discouragement that happens. Um how does this relate kind of to our faith? What do we see? Who's our model here? You know, um, we've been talking about different saints and things like that, but. Well, Sam, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe you, you kind of call Christ like the ultimate athlete, right? You've, you've been known to, to give that um, example, which I think, you know, through the passion is, is correct. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you can ever be fit enough or like in <laughs> shape enough yeah, to, to endure that. Um, but yeah, with some, we were talking just earlier about, um, yeah, the effects of a negative, of negative attitudes and how much it helps to have those teammates keeping things positive. But just when you kind of bring it back to Christ's passion and, and the words that were spoken, not a lot. <laughs> I thirst out of all the, you know, and then we, we like think back to a really hard workout and like think back to what we verbalize, you know, like, oh, I'm so tired. I didn't get very much sleep or God, today's the, you know, all of our complaints that just 
kind of ooze out of us and not a single like physical complaint. That's just striking. I mean, at any moment though, he, he, he could have. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the, the gravity of all that he went through just in the crucifixion, right? He's, he's in, I mean, he's praying in the garden, sweating blood. Then he's betrayed. Then he's imprisoned. Then he's falsely accused. Then he's beaten. Then he's crowned with thorns, you know, um, condemned to death. He carries his cross. You know, he's meeting people along the way. He's falling three times. He's getting help from Simon. You know, he carries his cross and he's nailed to the cross, you know, and through all that, it's like, he's thirsty. He's tired. He's in, I mean, more pain than any human has really ever experienced. And you're right. What's his attitude? I mean, at any point in time, I imagine you know, his conversation with Pat, like, he could, is this enough? Like, when is it enough? Like, surely this is, you know, should like satisfy this, you know, task. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I just, at any point he could have thrown in the towel. He could have just said, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. And he was, whew. he had to win. I mean, he had to win. I mean, you yeah. have to, well, but if he wanted to accomplish the goal, which was winning us back, right? relationship with us, he had to conquer sin. Right. The ultimate winning attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah. did. Yeah, and he did. Like, he's our model. But, but, but I also love to look at, you know, at our model as women is, is Mary. Mm. You know, and she's there the whole time. Does she try to stop it? No. What a supportive teammate. I mean, really. Right. Yeah, she went through everything along with him. And you could, I go back to watching the movie and just seeing the look on her face and the suffering that she went through. And he's going through the physical, but she's also walking with him in the physical. And in terms of when we think um, of ourselves as women also, we carry a lot of the emotional mm. with us also on that. Um, but yeah, I just the fact she's so humble and strong and her attitude was, I'm going to walk with you through this and I'm going to get you there. And I'm going to help you win. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like here's our goal and we're going to do it together. And when, you know, I'm sure like him meeting his mother, like that was not an accident, obviously. Like I am, so sure that Christ, his strength that he received from his mom, his mother, you know, in meeting her. Yeah. She, she is like, should be our model of, of a great teammate, you know, pushing us, helping us when, you know, we've fallen, we're, we're weak. We, we want to give up. We want to complain. What a great example we have to, I mean, high expectations. Done Ooh, I mean, <laughs> when we try to correlate this to, you know, a, mm-hmm. a lifting session or, you know, practice, it, it just seems pretty drastic. Of- yeah. You know, and it shows us sometimes it's very explicit. You know, you walk into a gym and you see who's working hard. You see who's suffering. You see who's 
playing through an injury. Right. But sometimes it's, it's a little bit quieter, like in her, in her Mm. example, like just because somebody's quiet doesn't mean they're not silently ruthless and resilient and desiring to win. Right. Those are the people that you, you still notice they're leading by example. They're not showboaty. Um, but they have that greater goal in mind of, yeah, yeah. Victory in life. But, but beyond that, right. The, the victory in, I mean, victory in the game, but beyond that kind of victory in life in which our ultimate, our ultimate goal is, is that striving to heaven is that race we're running of life where the finish line is, is heaven. So, well, as we wrap up, um, I, you know, let's, let's go ahead Angelina, if you wanted to share a verse for the day, I think it's, 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 it's it. It's it. Sure. So it's, uh, first Corinthians nine, 24. Um, do you not know the runners in the stadium all run in the race, but only one wins the prize run so as to win. That states it pretty. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and, it, and it's, it's okay to have a winning attitude. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes we as women, it's like, oh, can I be holy and can I be competitive? Yeah, you're called to be. You're called to like play to your full potential to win. Now, winning is not standing on and wishing others don't do well. Winning is working your hardest and hoping they're working their hardest, right? Yeah. You're, You're striving together like Mary and Christ. You're striving together to win at your sport, the the race you're running, but ultimately on, from a spiritual perspective, a greater perspective to win the crown of heaven. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't know to, I guess, give us a practice piece as athletes. We, you know, we spend countless hours practicing. How do we, I mean, one, I guess, how do we, how do we get a good attitude? If we, if uh, we don't have one, um, or, you know, how do we work to make our attitude better? I think it's a piece of self-reflection. I think that challenging yourself and looking at um, when you have a negative attitude and flipping it to the positive, even if it's something that you think can't be flipped to positive, try to make something on, uh, like like your husband yeah, I mean, have the, the best, have the best bad. If bad you're day. gonna have a bad day, maybe you don't feel well. Have the best bad day you can. Have the best mediocre day you can. I mean, find maybe those other other areas. Maybe you're a great hitter, but you're not having a great game. You know, step up on your defense or like encourage your team. Like you know, build somebody else up. Um, find those other ways, I guess, to to contribute. Yeah, and just ultimately realize it's a choice, a choice that comes from awareness. Yeah. So starting to look at all aspects of your life, of your game, of your race, of your sport, and finding where where those opportunities for growth are in, in regards to attitude. So, well, uh, as we wrap up for the week, um, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we, we pray that you would have an optimistic week, a good, the best, best week ever, not the best bad week ever, but, um, in it all that you would know that you're not alone, um, that we're we're here with you. And again, we would encourage you to reach out if you need anything at all. Um, we're here to help you grow in these it factors, in these tools that are going to help elevate your game, make you more recruitable, 
um, help you be just a better human being, a better uh, wife, mother, friend, sister, student, teammate, whatever it may be, ultimately Catholic or Christian. So we're here for you. Reach out to us, info at fierceathlete.org. Leave us a review wherever you're listening. And please consider supporting this podcast um, so that we can continue to deliver this content to you to help you grow. Um, You can visit fierceathlete.org slash donate for that. All right. We will talk to you soon. God bless. Play fierce. Pray fierce. Live fierce.